Hello, lunch table talkers. This is uh, interview number four. We're here with uh, Mr. Crimmins, uh, everyone's favorite student teacher this year. Um, he student teaches for states on odd days and uh, Santucci on even days. Um, so if you have either of those teachers, I'm sure you've seen Mr. Crimmins around. So Mr. Crimmins, uh, introduce yourself. Tell us a little bit about you. Yeah, uh, so I'm Mr. Crimmins. Uh, like Jackson said, I uh, am a student teacher, so I'm completing my master's in education right now, um, and I am student teaching for civics and gov uh, for Mr. States, as well as AP Econ for Mrs. Santusi. And um, we know you went to school in Illinois for, I think, the ma majority of your... My whole life. Your schooling? Okay. Yes. That's correct. Do you want to tell us a little bit about about that too yeah my my educational journey yes yeah, yeah. so uh i know i'll, I'll catch heat for this yeah. here in maine south where did it start where did it start <laughs> it started at uh at new Trier high school ah. uh, bad news um so yeah i know it's an, imp an important rivalry um so i did go to new Trier. Uh, i went there uh, for all four years of high school and then when i graduated uh from there i went to the university of illinois down in uh, champaign to uh do uh, my college degree, and then now I am at Northwestern um, in Evanston, finishing up uh, my master's in education. It's pretty awesome. Um, yeah, so we are uh, Maine South. This is a Maine South podcast, uh, and we, me and Jackson both played football, uh, so we have a pretty big uh, hatred for Nutrier. So uh, I'm going to jump right into asking the questions, and my first question was going to be, um, if there were a football game right now, are you rooting Maine South or Nutria? Well, I can tell you, I went to the Maine South Nutria game this and year. And who were you rooting for? And I was rooting for Maine South, of there course. I don't have yeah, I don't have any allegiance to to Nutria okay. at this point. Um, I I was fully supporting uh, Maine South. I was actually at the game with Miss Politi. Okay. Wait, and then so just give me a, one more thing. Just give me a glimpse into what it was like when we would beat you, like every year. Okay, I know you were there. One, you, you were there the year they beat us, right? Potentially, I can tell you really? okay, that so I went to. Like a fan? I okay. can tell you I went to zero Nutria football okay, games okay. when I was in high school. Yeah. Um, partially just because like, I it's not something that I totally paid attention to, and then I also ran cross country mm. in uh, in high school at Nutria, and we always had our meets on Saturday mornings. We would have to be like yeah. at the buses at like five okay. games on Friday night. I was always. Yeah trying to get to bed so I could have a good race the next day. So mm -hmm. I was I didn't usually attend the the football games, but I, I went this year and was fully supporting Maine South. Here we go. So um, this is just off top. Like, give us a glimpse into, like, what was life as a Trevian? Life as a Trevian is, well, it's, okay, there's a p couple interesting things about Nutria. One um, is that not all of the students fit at, the uh, at the east campus so there's two campuses i don't know if right so right. there's the freshman campus there's the freshman correct. campus yep yeah. which is where you guys will play football right, right. you play at the stadium yeah. which is the freshman campus and so it's weird because freshman year essentially feels like extended eighth grade because you're just on that one campus all by yourself and you're not interacting really that much with any of the the sophomores juniors and seniors mm -hmm. so it's su a super interesting way to experience high school and then it doesn't really feel like you're in high school until you get to your sophomore year okay. and are and are at, like in school with everybody else. It's really interesting. Yeah. And so like the 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 campus with uh, so the 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 East campus, which has uh, 
sophomores, juniors, and seniors is about the same size as Maine South. Okay. Um, so it's it's not like because Nutria is a huge school, and so right. is Maine South. Um, but but the the freshman campus is separated, which is a weird kind of experience to have. Yeah, and so I was actually there last night. Oh, for, really? I was at the freshman campus last night for the girls' basketball game, and we'll be returning on Thursday at 7 o'clock when we play Loyola. Nice. Um, but first of all, I parked on the opposite side of the gym, or opposite side of the school from the gym, not knowing. Um had to ask a bunch of people where the gym was eventually found a janitor who led us to the led us the way and but we're like walking around this freshman campus like a like this is literally a college like this is literally nicer yeah. than like oakton oh yeah like for and sure. be like i feel like it's so big just for it being one grade level it's giant so what happened was it used to be two separate schools like right. how we New have East and New yeah, West. Right. yeah right and like how we have uh main south main east and main west right and then enrollment dipped um at some point and there was no longer a need to have two schools and then enrollment went back up but th like it wasn't enough enrollment for them to make two separate schools again and so instead they decided this weird system so for a while nutria west was completely closed and nobody went there at all and then in the early 2000s when like enrollment went back up, then they reopened West and made it a freshman only campus. Okay. But yeah, super, and you like walk outside in between classes, which is super weird too, and makes it feel like college. Like you have to go outside to oh. get from class to class. Really? That's yeah. interesting. It's, just it's on not the freshman fun. campus? Yeah, just on the freshman oh, campus. Oh, weird. How, how, how is that during the winter? Not fun, and it's not fun especially uh, when it's February and you have the swim unit too. Oh. So you have to like go to swimming and then come out with wet hair and walk like oh. outside in the cold to your next class. Yeah, that's uh, yeah, that's, that's not fun. But no. But it is really cool when it's warm out. Oh, it's so nice to just like yeah. get fresh like think about getting fresh air in between every single one of your classes would be super nice, right? Mm -hmm. We we used to have like a walkway here. Um it was going from like the A wing seniors remember. To uh, yeah, only the seniors remember. Uh it was going from like A wing to basically, basically the to like HPL. Where the commons is. Oh, yeah. No, where, where the yeah, HPL yeah, is now. All the way down to the HPL. Where it was it like now. open and you could walk outside there. Um, but that is not existing anymore. Yeah. We made a hallway. Yeah. For better or for worse. Right. Um, yeah, that is interesting about the freshman campus. I like, I knew about it, but I guess I didn't really think about it like yeah. that. Um, but I know you did graduate quite recently in 2018 yes. yeah. so I kind of have a double question yeah which is how is Nutria different from Maine South since you did go there quite recently and have you noticed a difference in high school students now versus high school students earlier because I know you did go to high school before COVID hit and now everyone you're teaching essentially missed a year of high school at least yeah so in terms of differences I would say something that I've like totally noticed is and maybe this was just because I was oblivious when I was at, at Nutrier, but the school spirit here at Maine South seems to me, my perception is that it's way bigger than it was at Nutrier, which is really cool. Yeah. And I really like being a part of that community here. Um, just the way like everyone rallies behind the football team and all the sporting events. Um, and like with the announcements, keeping, upda keeping everyone updated on mm -hmm. what's going on in the school. Um, and, and people just seem to have a lot more like pride in, in being a Maine South student, which is really cool, and it's something that I've enjoyed, um, and it's something that I'm looking for to in 
searching for a, a, a full-time teaching job, a school with this kind of community. And maybe I was just like, just like oblivious when I was in high school and I wasn't paying attention, but I don't feel like we had the same kind of school spirit when I was at New Trier. Um, and so I, I really appreciate that. And then, or did you have no, a question? No, no, just keep going. Um, and then in terms of like differences between high school students now and then, I would say yes, like y'all lost a year of schooling um, mm -hmm. that is important and, and, and particularly uh, with students. I feel, like, I feel like students who were in middle school when it yeah. hit really affected them super intensely. TikTok kids. Yeah, kind <laughs> of. Um, and so like, what, so, so what grade were you guys in when it? We were freshmen. Yeah, freshmen, okay. So you guys got still like almost three a- three-fourths of our freshman year. Yeah, you got so three-fourths of your freshman year yeah. of a full year of, of high school, school before, mm -hmm. before you experienced it. Mm -hmm. And so I think that just, I think it's gonna take a long time for just the world to reckon with yeah. what the effects are long-term of what, what was missed out on. Yeah. But I will say, this is something that we were talking about in my class uh, in, in my class um, at Northwestern uh, last week, we were talking about the, the interesting skills that students did pick up by being at home uh, during, during their time, uh, during COVID when school was online, which is things like cooking. So mm -hmm. a lot more students are, were cooking because they were at home, um, which is, I'm thinking, I never cooked until I got to my sophomore year of college, but I feel like I have heard of students here and just generally I feel like students had more experience with some of those those uh, like home skills such as cooking or, or laundry or other things like that yeah. those skills that you don't actually get always unless you take um, uh, one of the culinary classes those skills that you don't get in a classroom um, that are mm -hmm. super important another thing that data is recently indicating too is that students who speak multiple languages um, actually typically students who speak multiple languages will lose um, like will their ability to speak their home language will diminish over time while they're in school mm -hmm. uh, because their instruction is in English. But students who speak multiple languages during COVID, their, their home language skills actually increased because they were speaking uh, at home all the time with, with family um, a lot more than they were typically when they're spending most of their day in school. That's that's fascinating. Yeah. So it seems like a lot of culture, like home culture, has, yeah. has really stuck with people when it usually wouldn't, which is interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jackson, I know you had something. <laughs> well, no, I was just going to add that Mrs. Miss Politi had, like when you were talking about school spirit, yeah. Miss Politi, uh, which if you if you haven't listened to that, I listened one yet, to that. Yes, I listened to it. She pretty much had like the same answer, talking about the school spirit and how yeah. that's like. Because, I mean, you went to New Trier, Miss Politi's from like small Ohio town. Yeah, like, and from both of those perspectives, you know, the same thing about school spirit. So that's yeah. that's definitely something, uh, something to be proud of here for sure. Yeah, totally. Yeah, I'd say, <clears throat> I'd say like that's definitely one of the biggest things at Main South is just like, kind of the culture that goes around like your school spirit, um, like when you just, I think the whole football thing comes from a we're pretty good, but um, b like everybody kind of just loves that sense of community you get, um, and like that's just that sense of community is ever present. Like it's not just 
the football team yeah. as you were kind of saying like it's even my wrestling team or like our gymnastics team or it'll be like our soccer team anything like or a hockey team even right now especially um we have ms hawk nation out there posting to 4,000 followers uh, like every game and every location and people show up and people really love to rally around uh, like the teams that we have in this school and I'd say that's like a really 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 beneficial thing yeah. to our school. Like it makes people enjoy being like I just I finished my last day of sports yesterday and I think about I was spending today just thinking about how much time that I've spent here at Main South like yeah. how many hours like I would be here from 8 to 8 p.m. on yeah. Thursdays or 8 to 9 on Thursdays or 8 to 6 on Tuesdays like for pretty much every day of my high school experience and I feel like that kind of grip that they had on me is it's crazy and like I feel like it's on a lot of people where people just love to get involved here and I'd yeah. say that definitely helps us as students you know getting into colleges and everything um, but just make like just making us a better better people and better people in a community yeah and so like i'd say that's a big thing and that's one of the things i'm really looking for in my colleges actually is like absolutely a school that has a big like sense of pride and yes. i think illinois has a decent yes uh, i like, would say so yeah yeah okay. so yeah like that's like i'm trying to go to a school with a big sense of community because i think yeah. that's really important yeah i'm even thinking like the way that like the marching band marches like walks in place through the the hallways on friday mornings during the football season that never happened at new tree we don't even have a marching band that and that's like so cool that that they get that platform to be able to show off what they're doing even for people that don't end up going to the game right they still get to show off the songs that they've been working on and stuff like that so i think that's super cool yeah um moving along um so we all know you're a student teacher and you graduated from high school quite recently. Uh -huh. So that means you're pretty young, right? Yes. Um, so I was just wondering if teachers and students um, treat you differently. And I know that students possibly might treat you better because you're more like relatable, but also it could be like they think you're closer in age so they think you can they can treat you differently somehow yes so, yeah if you want to elaborate on that i will say okay i'll say a couple things here one uh the amount of times that i've been stopped by security walking in here in the morning and them ask me to swipe my id and then i have to tell them no i work here like <laughs> i don't i'm not a student oh, no. i i now have a i've now gotten to know the person that's usually at the at the like security check the, right. the checkpoint where I walk past every morning, uh, and now she knows me. But uh, uh, like, especially in the fall, it was happening all the time, and I was like, "No, I I'm not a student. I work here." So <laughs> definitely getting confused for being a student is something that I've experienced a, a few yeah. times. Um, in terms of relationships with teachers, I would say not really. Everybody, every teacher here is so nice and like wants me to do well so much, and and is willing to lend me a hand in any way they can. So it's been a super awesome experience to get to work with so many like cool teachers and I don't just work with uh, Mr. States and Mrs. Poli or and, and Mrs. Santusi like I talk with other teachers too especially in the social studies department um, and get ideas from them um, and have built those relationships which has been cool. In terms of students I like to think that I can be pretty relatable um, and that that I think students appreciate that I know I appreciated that 
when I was in high school, um, like the young teacher, uh, they can, yeah. they know what it's like to be, I mean, I was in your position five years ago, so right. I know what it was like. I, I haven't forgotten what it's like to be a senior in high school, um, especially a second semester senior and kind of have yeah. one foot out the door and, and, and you're still being asked to do all of these assignments and stuff, but you're mostly, have your sights set on college or, or whatever plans you have for after graduation. So I like to think that I can relate to, to you all in that way. Um, but then there are other aspects too, for sure, of like, and I don't know if it's fully just a function of being young or if it's a function of being a student teacher where I think maybe sometimes I'm maybe perceived as like, oh, it's easier to get away with certain things. Like, yeah. um, like Mr. Kermans might uh, be more lenient on whatever policies um, because he's new to the job or whatever. Right, um, right. So th there's, there's definitely two sides of that. And I think with time, um, I will sort of be able to know exactly how I want my class to look mm -hmm. um, in terms of expectations and stuff like that. That's still something that I'm just figuring out. Um, I've only been doing this, I've only been fully teaching for like six weeks at this mm -hmm. point, so <laughs> six and a half weeks. So I still have a lot to learn, um, but, but there's definitely yeah, two sides of that, of, of being the young, the young teacher. Yeah, and um, I have Mr. Crimmins for Gov, for those of you who don't know. Um, and I, I definitely think that it's nice having a relatable teacher. I remember at one point, I, I like didn't realize you were so close in age to yeah. us. I remember you were talking about Hurricane Katrina, and you were like, so you guys were like one or like just born, and like I was like five, and yeah. I was like, whoa, because like every other teacher like remembers 9-11. Like, yeah, and I don't. every other social studies yeah. teacher like yeah. was born probably before 1980. Yeah, I'm and I, guessing. yeah. So it's just, it, it's interesting to have like a teacher that grew up kind of around the same time period as us and like understands what we're going through. So yeah. Yeah. Um, do you guys have any? No, Jackson's question is, what is your hobbies? <laughs> That's not, okay. I have it. Okay. I wrote it down <laughs> grammatically correct. It says, what are your hobbies? Question mark. No, it's okay. Is your hobbies okay? I know okay, what is my hobbies? Just no, just no, like what, no. What is your hobbies? Yeah, what is my hobbies? Just, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Just like what, uh, what do you what do you do when you get home from school? What do I do? So okay, I'm struggling at the moment with like balancing my time of maintaining the hobbies that I like to keep and being on top of all the things that I need to do here and on top of this like the coursework the that I also have to do at Northwestern. Yeah. Um, so that's been a balancing act for sure. But when I do have free time. Uh, my favorite things to do are probably to cook. I, mm -hmm. I did, once I learned sophomore year, after that I did get it pretty into cooking uh, and baking and stuff. So I like to do that uh, for sure. And then I'm also, uh, I like to play music um, with, with friends. Uh, I like to, to record music as well. Yeah. Uh, I dabble in some audio engineering type stuff um, on the side. So that's that's will, fun for which sure. Which will be helpful for us. Yeah, I can help yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, as we were trying to, you know, test our mics and, you know, get ready to record this, I realized that Mr. Crimmins is, you know, knowledgeable of all. I mean, you look at this mic and you're like, oh, that's an SF500 or whatever it's called. <laughs> it's an SM57. SM57. I'm like, it's a great mic, industry yeah. standard. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, no, that's just, um, yeah. Also, I wanted to ask you about your, because you brought up cooking, like, what's your favorite dish? Ooh, okay. My favorite like dish to eat to make to, to make. make. Ooh, okay. Uh, I feel like I've been working on perfecting my chicken tiki masala lately, uh, which has been super good. 
Um, and then I also like to make arroz con pollo, uh, which is just like Ooh. Spanish chicken and rice. Nice. Um, those are like my two favorite dishes that I make right now, for sure. For some reason, like when you said you liked cooking, the first thing that popped into my head was like Indian food. So interesting. it's interesting that okay. you said that. I was like, okay. I was like, yeah, you, you definitely know like some Himalayan like Indian. That I'm cooking. not that. Yeah, that's. I, I mean, I make like Corn curry sometimes. Have, but have like, you ever been to Himalayan um, in Golf Mill? No. It's it's I've good. I don't know if I don't know if they have a buffet anymore, but best Indian buffet I've ever. Interesting. Had. Sorry, I digress. But there's a lot of good <laughs> Indian food in Champagne too. So yeah. Um, you said you produce music, like yes. Um, is it out anywhere? Do you want to plug your band or anything? Or? I've had an <laughs> internal struggle. I mean, not a struggle, but I feel like I have never. I don't really want my students to find my okay. music, but I can tell you, I have. I do have recorded music out there with a couple different bands uh, that I've been in in high school and college and currently. Okay. Um, and if you try hard enough, you can find it. <laughs> So I'll I leave that up do. to the listeners for somebody to find it. You can find it if you try hard enough, like based off of the information that you know about me, you'll, you would be able to find it. So the song we played for the intro, you put, you, you put me onto that. I actually might add this to my playlist, but you should, is that your song? It's not my song. <laughs> I would not ever do that. No, no, um. it's yeah. And it's purely a hobby. Uh, so it's not something that I take overly seriously. Okay, um, I was just going to say, well, I was in uh, Champaign over the weekend. Oh, really? Uh, for wrestling. We were, we were at State. Um, shout out Teddy Flores. He got fourth. I know we already mentioned this. but Nice. Um, I was just going to say about Champaign. Uh, I I didn't love it as like really? a, as like a town like I okay well, okay listen listen I didn't have the chance to go around explore okay, I didn't have a chance to go around exploring the Himalayan spots or whatever okay. but it looked like it looked like oh no, but, but I said that there was good Indian was food good Indian or the yes. Indian food but I okay I don't know it just seemed like. I didn't Jackson seems it upset. looked like it looked I'm like a trailer too. park town like it looked like the, well there was a trailer park that I drove through every day there's a trailer park in Des Plaines too Alex well, so I basically know that, but it's like would I go to college in Des Plaines? I am not. I'm tolerating no champagne slander on lunch table talk my my mom went well, to champ what's, what's so great about it then? my mom I, went to champagne centennial uh oh really class of 85 oh nice uh youngest of like eight siblings all of which went to centennial so and if they're still there still in champagne okay. i go down there twice three times a year yeah um so definitely a lot of childhood memories in champagne and yeah, for that you've said a lot of great things about champagne i have i dude campus is beautiful campus is spectacular i, I like the quad the is main great. quad is, is yeah i think it can't be beat i think the greek like the part where all the uh the greek life is like some of the best greek life in in the Big Ten, I could argue, and um, you know, I just think Champagne in general, like regardless of the campus, just a lot of diversity. You know, a lot of. I mean, I would always go to YMCA. Everyone was always super nice to me there. So I do have a lot of good things the to say about YMCA Champagne. Or the the no, or the, the one, one that's off campus. Got it, I don't. Got I don't remember. Like it's like, like some closer family to Savoy. Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. I know. I feel like Jackson kind of covered that, but do you have any input on yeah, I have what, a ton what, of input. what you liked about Champagne? Yeah, and I wasn't like initially. Interview? I I I totally hear Alex. I hear your perspective. I I I don't think when I initially went there, I was like, oh, this is the coolest spot ever. Um, but over time, 
you kind of start to learn what are those really cool spots mm -hmm. that like, yeah. you like to spend time in. Um, I, I think that there's a ton of really cool things um, just in Champaign and Urbana. Um, so I lived in Urbana most of the time that I was there too. Um, and they, they do have like more distinct uh, like vibes, I, I guess, to them. Um, so I spent a lot more time in Urbana, um, but there's a lot of like cool local music going on. Um, there's a lot of really cool coffee shops that I liked to spend time in. Um, I think campus is super pretty. Um, I think that there is, I really started to appreciate being in a cornfield, which sounds yeah. maybe strange, <laughs> but like I appreciated being able to like, especially like at sunset on, on a spring or a fall day, being oh, out yeah. in the cornfield, being yeah. out like, if you drive like sounds a little nice. bit out, it's like, and it's, it's, it's a quietness that you can't even ever achieve anywhere around here in the Chicago area of just like pure quiet if you drive out and, and pull over to the, off the side of the road and, and get out. It's, a, it's, a, it's a cool to just be able to experience that. So yeah, you mentioned the music in Champagne. Are uh -huh. you familiar with Ario Speedwagon? I am familiar yeah, with Ario Speedwagon. Yeah, so Ario Speedwagon's a Champagne band. Yes. And they were a bunch of high school kids at the time and my, my aunt's, my, my mom's aunt um, who passed away a couple years ago, but sh they were basically just like a garage band, and she would always, my mom's aunt would always call the cops on them, really, because they were making too much noise like late at night, because they were in the garage, you know, jamming yeah. out, yeah, and yeah, there was, um, and then when my mom would go over there, she would hear them in the garage, and it ended up being Ario Speedwagon. That's really awesome. Yeah, that's a really cool story. So, um, I know you liked some of the local music, but um, what's your music taste like? Mm. So what kind of what kind of music do you listen to? Good question. I, th I would say that I listen to what could loosely be termed as like indie rock. Okay. Um, just any any sort of like I listen to just a lot of bands, um, but I do also listen to a lot of, of older rock music, too. Okay. Um, I've been going through this week particularly I've been listening to a lot of Paul McCartney okay. I've been listening to Ram yeah. a lot this week for some reason um, and uh, yeah a lot of classic rock but also newer rock okay. bands too yeah I feel like I could I, I'm the probably the most yeah. similar music taste okay to you. nice so what kind like any band specifically uh, I will say like ooh okay that's a good question I think when I was in high school there was this band, uh, they're a Chicago band. They're called Twin Peaks. Yeah. Do you know Twin yeah, Peaks? Yeah, I do. Yeah, so they don't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. uh, but when I was in high school, that was like a super formative band for me. Yeah. Um, that I, I saw them play, I think my so my sophomore or junior year, I saw them play. Um, and it was right as I was getting into music in general and starting to play music myself. Um, and so they were super formative. They, they broke up somewhat recently. But, yeah, uh, I, I did hear about. I have a coworker who's super into okay, peaks, yeah, so, yeah, yeah. They they're kind of always like when people ask me, even though I don't really listen to them that much anymore. When people ask yeah. me, I usually say them just because they were the most important during a formative time yeah. in my life. All right. Um, okay, yeah, I have a one more. Well, two more questions, but I have a question, um, <clears throat> and it is, what is your favorite movie? Oh. Okay, that's a really good question. That might take me like, I don't know. Okay, if you need a second to think about it, I have my burning question. Okay, give you. me your burning question. Maybe it's I can really answer not that even quickly. that burning, but like, uh, I feel like you're going to 
well, I feel like someone's going to get mad from whatever your answer is, but psychology or gov, which one is better? Which one I, like I'm better? an econ. Oh, econ, econ or and gov. gov. Okay, econ and gov. That is a good burning question. Yeah. Here's what I'll say. They are two very, very different classes. Um, with gov, I mean, one, it's a semester class, so everything has to move pretty quickly because we only have a semester. Yeah. Uh, with econ, we have a whole year, but it is also an AP class, so we have to, like, uh, we also have the, the AP test at the end of the year that we need to get prepared for. Mm-hmm. Personally, I'll say this, that I definitely pay more attention to government and politics oh, than okay. I pay attention to the economy. Um, I do pay attention, and those they're, they're not really separate. They're very much intertwined, but... Uh, in my own studies in undergrad, and if I were ever to continue uh, studying in in some capacity, I'm definitely more interested um, in, in politics and government. So, but the, in terms of the classes, they're just different in really different ways, um, yeah. which I appreciate having two very different classes. Mm-hmm. Um, I have two questions okay. that don't need to be um, analyzed as much. Okay, but. These are both from Chloe Bai. Okay, got it. So um, Chloe Bai told me that a student of yours, Sarah, um, told you to listen to a certain artist, SZA. Uh huh. Um, and we this were just wondering what you thought of SZA. I liked it. Okay. I, I I haven't listened to as much R and B uh, in my time, but I yeah. really liked. Uh, I forget what the album was called, but it was really good. The most uh, recent one? No, it wasn't or the most recent one. Oh. I think it was from like 2017. Yeah, or that's something. my favorite one. Too. Okay, I think it's Control. Yes, it was. Yeah, yeah it was Control. Control. What really was your favorite good. song from that album? I don't know if I have a favorite song. Okay. Um, I will. I was grading uh, something for civics and oh, gov okay. while I was so, listening yeah. to it, so I don't know that I fully immersed myself in the music. Yeah. But I for sure liked it a lot and definitely should listen yeah. to more SZA. My favorite song by SZA is Prom okay. from that album. Is it from that? Okay, yeah. cool. So you've nice. probably heard it vaguely, but yes. you'll remember it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and then also, I don't know if this is from Chloe. Oh, no, it was from Kiram Arusevic. I don't know if you know him. I don't. He's probably just seen you in the halls. But okay. he was wondering what your hair routine is. What's my hair routine? Yeah, because okay. he, he also has curly hair. And okay. He, he wants to take notes. Okay, I've got so... I, I, I had a interesting hair journey. So I didn't always have curly hair. Um, oh. Yeah, so it's, no, no, no. Mm. It, it got curly when I was in high school. So it's, it's natural, but it, it wasn't always like that. And I, it used to be kind of a mess. And then uh, my sister has really curly hair. So the two most important things that I do, one, uh, do not towel dry curly hair when you get out of the shower. So I put a, like I take a t-shirt um, and just wrap it around my head and I don't like rub or anything because otherwise it'll break up the curls. Right. And then uh, additionally, it's not even a good product. Um, I, I, I feel like there's t- tons of better products out there that I could use if I, if I spent time researching it, but I use coconut curls, uh, leave-in okay. conditioner. All yeah. right. Well, Kiram and any other curly-haired folks. Now you know. Now you know. Mr. Kerman's hair routine. Um, so uh, on the topic of fan submitted questions yes we're gonna go with some club member submitted questions okay um let's see my brother uh my brother hayden says um what is your least favorite what the most challenging part about teaching i'm not gonna say least favorite most okay challenging the part most challenging teaching. part i think is there's a yeah i think one is more of a personal thing which has just been 
getting all the things I need to get done, done right, right. and trying to uh, like get you guys feedback as quickly as possible because uh, you want to know how you did on assessments or assignments um, and also continually having to plan for the next days coming up too. So balancing of, of giving feedback and stuff like that and also planning the upcoming days has been challenging. And then I think also a challenge is something that I'm just working towards is figuring out what I want expectations in my in my classroom to look like. And, and just, I'm not the most like, uh, I'm not the most extroverted person. I'm, I'm typically pretty introverted and I also don't, like I like all my students so much and I never wanna be the bad guy and I never want to uh, be the person to, you know, to tell you to to focus or to get back on track or to stop having a, a side conversation, um, which I did. I do those things too. Everybody does those things, so it's uh, it's okay when those things happen. But like when we're in a classroom community working together um, and we need to be kind of focused on one thing, it's important for us to be focused on that. So definitely challenging just to uh, figure out the best way to kind of get get everybody on the right track um, and get everybody on the same page without uh, kind of. You know, like without being a jerk. Like yeah, I, 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 sure. I, I'm don't want to be that person ever. So I, I just am balancing what it's like to to kind of have that. Yeah, um, that's totally reasonable. Um, and I'm guessing that's why you chose high school because you don't really have to do that as much as like if you taught middle school well, or something like that. I so I am getting certified to teach middle school through okay. high school, and I've uh, been applying to jobs and I've applied to some middle schools as well, which would be a very different situation okay. than high school for sure. Um, did you apply here? I hope. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So <laughs> okay. I, or I applied to the district, but okay. um, so they put we'll you see. anywhere. They, yeah, I could potentially get put anywhere if I get hired. We'll see what happens. Okay. Uh, I would love to end up in the district, but um, we'll see. Or D sixty four. D six four. Is that Is middle that school? Yeah. Middle school and elementary school. Okay, got yeah. it. I um, haven't seen any listings, but I should keep an eye out. Yeah. Um. So still on the subject of teaching and student teaching mm -hmm. i feel like all people who want to teach or all people who have taught have always had like that aha moment of like this is kind of what i want to do or m maybe this is what i want to do in the future have you ever had that of deciding um, aha i want to yeah. teach was there a specific moment or like what made you want to teach to become a teacher yeah, yeah. so uh i had which okay well i'll say that i Ended up majoring, majoring in history at U of I, um, which is not what I, like if you had told me in high school that I would major in history, I would have been very surprised. Um, my favorite class in high school and my, my aha moment was I took AP Environmental Science my senior year, best class ever. Uh, my teacher, Mr. Lanham, was just the man. He was the best and we got to just take so many field trips in that class. Um, we, they sound really silly, the field trips, but like, we went to a prairie uh, and we we did this thing. He just threw out hula hoops and he he was like, every group go to a hula hoop and count as many different plant species as you can find within the hula hoop that like where it landed. Um, so that was a ton of fun. We got to go to like the water treatment uh, facility in Winneka. So that treats all the drinking water that people drink in Winneka. Uh, we got to do so many cool field trips. Uh, we got to go into the boiler room of the school and with like the custodial staff and they told us a bunch of really funny stories and, and showed us basically like how the, the school runs in terms of its, in terms of its heating and cooling and, and air regulation and all that kind of stuff. 
So a ton of fun stuff like that. And he just made, he was super funny. He just made me enjoy learning in a different way when I was like, that's cool. I want to do what he's doing. So I knew I wanted to be a teacher, but I didn't know I would become a history teacher. That wasn't until college. Uh, I actually initially went uh, and majored in math and thought I would become a math teacher. Is that what you want to do, Viv? Yes. Okay. That's, yeah, that's and you should. Math is super cool, and I still miss it. But I was like, calculus was a bit. I was just like, I don't know if I want to teach calculus or 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 <laughs> teach math in general, or especially to major in math. You're taking like classes where you have to prove that zero is less than one, yeah. like through a proof. Which I don't. That yeah. just is like. That's I'd, I'd rather stick to history. Yeah, I think that's the first math course I'm going to be taking next year. It's like intro to proofs yeah. or something. Or so. like number theory and stuff yeah. like that. Wild stuff. <clears throat> okay, the time has come. For the movie? Tell me your favorite movie. Yeah, okay. I, I have two. I'll give you like childhood favorite movie for sure, uh, The Sandlot. Uh, okay. That's, yeah, great, yeah, great movie. Mm-hmm. I've seen it so many times. The Beast. Um, have you eat, do you eat this? No, sandlot? should I go? Are you are you kidding me? I haven't. I drive past it every day. So the, it, that's the only sandlot, right? Or am I crazy? No. no. Not, not to my knowledge. I don't think it's a chain. No. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. You you definitely. Okay. I know. I know. There. I need to go. I just don't have like because I come here and I get here early in the morning and then I leave and I'm leaving around three thirty or four yeah, yeah. and it's not like mm-hmm. I should grab some on my way home for dinner one. Get night. a shake. Their shakes are good. Okay. I should totally do that. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I, I will I will for sure make okay. make sure to do that. So Sandlot, Sandlot, and then, and then um, a different movie which is uh, very different vibe. But there's a movie called To Live, um, which is I watched it in a class that I took in undergrad, and it's about uh, it follows this guy in China from uh, before the communist revolution up through like the 1980s, um, and it just follows his family. Super interesting, very long movie. Um, but it's just really good. It's mm. such a good family arc story um, of just, yeah, recommend to anybody. A, is it just like a normal family, or is it? It's like, yeah, so it's it's a family that, uh, it, they're like a super wealthy family. The guy essentially, yes, that's the movie. Okay. So, yeah, 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 okay. that's it. is that, I just remember, I think I might have started watching it with my parents. Oh, really? I just remember like one really weird detail but i'm not gonna say it um on the pod okay well, there might we'll be yeah there later. might be some yeah 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 um, we can yeah we'll talk off we'll pod talk, we'll talk. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I love i love me a good long movie though it's, how long is it it's probably like two hours and yeah, yeah. and it it, it it just the guy is not the the main character goes through a really good transformation it's a got a, a lot of elements to it it's just a good movie mm-hmm. yeah. do you guys have any other questions to live movie of the week then, eh? Oh, yeah. How about to that? live. Yeah. Or the Sandlot. Both. Yeah. Two movies yeah. of the week. Yeah. yeah. Um I mean, I don't have any other questions. Yeah. I this has been very informative for me. Okay. You're very well spoken. Good. I'm glad that it's been yeah. informative. Yeah. Um yeah. Is that is that all we have? I That's think the that pod. Might be all we have. Well well with that, this has been uh Jackson. Alex. Viv. And Mr. Crimmins. Signing up. Mr. Crimmins. Thank you for for coming on the pod. And, uh, yeah, see you guys in the next one.